205. Hashtag try dinosaur at Mike Mashiro. Hashtag verse TV 205C. The church doesn't get this. The church is going to become irrelevant. To this generation, it's going to become irrelevant. And what I see happening is young people are leaving the church in droves because they have gay friends and they think, why are their gay friends being excluded for an orientation that they didn't ask for, just an orientation they were born with? Honestly, I, I think it's a form of psychological terrorism. I, literally, we are either directly or indirectly telling 8 and 10 and 12-year-old children that not just some incidental part of them is bad and needs corrected. We're telling them one of the two or three most beautiful part of their life is, is not only not beautiful, it's wrong. So I think that LGBTQ people have just cause for being suspicious of the Christian church. All right. So my initial reaction is wow. And positive opinion is expanding. That, that's a beautiful thing. And my connection to it is that's my connection. My connection is the time. But um, my connection to it is I first heard this in my 20s. And I heard it talking about how us millennials, when we were in our 20s, our mid 20s, us older millennials are going away from the church at lar large numbers away from the church of our youth. Not going away from church altogether, but just going away from the church of our youth because of the church's view on LGBT. Mm -hmm. And I remember at that time, I was kind of divided on it to the extent that my church at that time was a church that was not in favor of LGBT, right? And I was like, yeah, but it sounds like when you say something like that, you're saying people are leaving my church. And no, I, I don't think that's right. But the other part of me was like, well, you know, I, uh, you need to move into the future, you know, step ahead. And, um, now I say absolutely darn tootin and <laughs> yes. Yeah, because that kind of church hurt hate ends up making us delay our progress and or remove it altogether in finding love. And that's a big deal, okay? And I, my church, now is a church that it proudly talks about how we are we want to be a place of radical welcoming and i i i think that's so cool and, and so beautiful how we work like extra hard to be like extra welcoming to people acknowledging that differences exist in people because differences are human okay uh, anyway but all of that, yes. And um, I, I'm reminded of my one of my trainers who is a Gen Zer 
who is a heterosexual man whose twin brother is homosexual and how people are learning and evolving now and if you if you wish to stay behind that's fine but people are learning and evolving now that it's not just some choice going back to the video from last week it's not just some choice that people are making just for the sake of bucking society just because they want to be different than me no it's because it's who they are and we need to accept that there are people who uh, it's who they are period basic complexity what's your one and well, all right. First, I personally started that about a good 20 years ago when I was a gay 19-year-old boy um, at a church service with some gay friends. And we were, we were listening to the sermon when the pastor took a hard left turn um, and started preaching about how homosexuals were going to hell. And at that point, I think the entire group of us because yeah, I was with some gay friends and it was about seven of us, roughly. Just got up and walked out. It wasn't just, it was a small church, so it was very noticeable. And yeah, we just weren't, none of us were not just gonna sit there and be bashed. So yeah, we had a band left. We walked out like mid-surface. Um, yeah, so that's what happened with that. You know, it, it's who started the uh the, the walkout? Uh, actually, it definitely was not me, but I think I was like probably the second, maybe third person to get up and walk out. Yeah, we were just sitting there and I still remember this. And we were like, we're not putting up with this. So yeah, we were done. Was the pastor actually saying that gay people will burn in hell? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, all right, peace. <laughs> You know, 
I, I was going to comment on that. You, you know what? I, I, I will take one minute. And I'll pull. Uh, I was just talking with family about how one of the things that I appreciated about the church that I did go to for quite some time, a decade, before was the fact that even though they were not gay affirming, what made them different was the pastor was not like, all gay people are going to burn in hell forever. And thinking about it, I, I, I was like, well, do pastors really talk about that stuff? But yes, they do. They damn people to hell. And that's, that's why church hurt. Church hurt is such a real thing that it actually has a name. It's so authentic that it actually has a name. Because people deal with that stress of, anyway, nowadays people are turning around and walking out just like you all did. You all were like some of the first. Well, yeah, I'm sure you all were not the first, but you all helped lead the way. Thank you. And and hopefully, well, people are learning. People are learning. And one sentence is, let's all evolve in love. Not hate, not even basic xenophobia. Let's all evolve um sorry uh, Carl went past um say that again you're one and one all right um well basically don't let someone or do not let someone try to hold you hostage claiming religion Yeah, a lot of people do that. That's it. No, I I I said enough said. In other words, like that at the end of the sentence, right? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Like period. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, are we ready for topic D? Yeah. Share, subscribe, and share again, and base complexity, you'll be first. All right. Hashtag, we did. At Amanda Seals, hashtag verse TV 205D. 
when I first did It Kills Me, I remember going into record labels and people saying, nobody wants to hear anyone sing that well. What? Uh-huh. I was told I Wait, sang. nobody yeah. wants to hear anyone sing that, that well? well? Right now in, the, in that time of music. Well, who was out at that time of music? I mean, like, and it's no shade to anyone else. Like, I mean, Ashanti was the huge pop R&B artist of that time. And mm -hmm. like, the music was more hip-hop driven. It was more pop driven. Where did Bridges go? They are gone. They, they Can we build a bridge to Bridges? Hello. That's a I podcast. <laughs> I really miss the bridge. The bridge was everything. A key change, a moment. Modulation? To get Modulation. It was, you know, it, it was a thing. And so I remember going into meetings and people being like, you're beautiful, you're young. Like nobody wants to hear you sing that well or speak that well. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um well first off, I've always loved the song It Kills Me, like ever since it came out. Um and by Melanie Fiona. I have I've been aware for a long time how funny and fickle um, the music industry, how funny and fickle people in the music industry are. Now, it's not everybody, but it's a lot of them. <laughs> and even, um, was it, the other day, I saw on, was it, TV one when Kevin Campbell was basically researching or not researching, but going through what he experienced in life. And even he said, you can't, you can't trust everybody. He said, there's a few, but yeah, not everybody. Um, and he also mentioned how at the time they treated him as a kid, even though technically he was, um, when he was on the TV show Unchained. On, like I said, on TV One, and I think that was about April 2nd, I think. And yeah, that's what I have. You are a Kevin Campbell fan, my friend. Yes. <laughs> Me too, but, but I'm just saying, like, <laughs> really. You love, you love you some, you love you some. Him. Anyway, but, but let me stop. I, I, I love me some him too. But that's another story. Anyway, my initial reaction to this is wow. I'm glad that you said that you loved it because I will say that I did not love the song when it was. I acknowledged that she sang her butt off. I was like, yes, you know, and, and I kind of felt like 
I should be liking this more, but I don't. And as, as far as them uh, honestly throwing Ashanti under the bus, I will say that, yes, interestingly enough, I did like, not, not did like Ashanti, I do like Ashanti. I am an Ashanti fan, right? Yeah. And I acknowledge that Ashanti actually can sing. Like she even did David Foster concert. And you know, that, that that's how you uh, test, showcase your real vocal ability. And, yeah. um, but the music business is here, it is a business and it sells people's sound and style. And also I, I, I'll say it in going along with, I love Ashanti. I also love Melanie Fiona because I, I think I kind of knew this, but it was like somewhere in the back of my mind, but she's a fellow 1983 sister. Oh, yes, Melanie okay. Fiona. Yes, you know, and um, I remember ooh, as far as Melanie Fiona being told that people don't like, won't like someone who sings as well as her or talks as well as her. I, I didn't catch that uh, until like the second or third time that I watched it, hmm. but when I did catch it, I was like, oh, wait a minute. No, she didn't have to deal with that because that is exactly, that just brought me back to my old singing group and um, how the guy who was in the works of potentially being our manager, he did not like me and the fact that I spoke so well, you know? And I like, the, this, this is when we were like fresh out of college, well, I'm fresh out of college. And um, he did not like it. And he was telling me that he's like, you need to learn to be more cool. Just be cool, you know, be cool. And in the meantime, like he spoke like me, right? But he was telling me that I just need to be cool. You know, he told me I need to be like Stringer Bell from The Wire. And that's what he said. He's like, you need to practice being more cool so people will like you. And I'm like, what? You know, and also I, I wanted to say, uh, Melanie Fiona talks just like Lady Gaga, period, um, new statement. Uh, I, I'll finish the rest of my one minute. It's complexity, but you're one and or one. Yeah, um, basically it's that all people should be treated with at the very least some respect. Because it really isn't. And that's what I have. Okay. Yeah, and I, I mentioned the Lady Gaga thing because it's like, they're like, people don't like someone to talk to sound that uh, well-spoken. It's like, Melanie Fiona talks exactly like Lady Gaga. Mm -hmm. So I'll just sit that right there. Anyway, 
Um, oh, okay. In, in addition to acknowledging that they do have two different audiences, right? But ultimately, people like what they're sold because the music business is a business. So they pick what we're sold. Anyway, exactly. like we used to love Whitney Houston, right? <laughs> right? But they decided to, anyway, oh my gosh, I, I don't have enough time. But um, yeah, I also, as far as their question of the bridges, I also love Amory. And um, I, I remember a guy that I had a huge crush on during the time of Why Don't We Fall in Love? And he was a saxophone player in the marching band. And that Why Don't We Fall in Love as a big saxophone riff. And I would be, well, why don't we fall in love? Anyway, I must admit, as much as I love Amory and I love that album, All I Have, that yes. album marked the end of the bridges. And I don't have enough time to go into why, but um, that album marked the end of bridges. My one sentence is, or my, my sum up is, it's all mess. Mess, mess, mess in the name of money. And um, are you ready for our next topic? Oh, yeah, this is our uh, timeless tea, but I'm not going to turn off YouTube because there's nothing for YouTube to flag. Um, I just, oh, yeah, yeah, but this, this is when we close it. So, this has been week one. No, this has been week two. 105. I'm Aaron Mack, and you can find me at A-A-R-O-N-M-C-K at V-E-R-S-T-E-A-V dot com. That's Aaron Mack at VerseTV dot com. And you can find VerseTV all over social media. Hashtag V-E-R-S-T-E-A-V. And you can go to our website, www.berstav.com. Now, basic complexity, and I, I ah, what is your Instagram, TikTok, and email? And one of those three is my. I know that one. And if I'm not mistaken, that is. TikTok. All right. So there we go. Um, well, let me say first on TikTok, and because I don't understand why, but the name basic complexity was taken. So the my name on that is actually my basic complexity. Yes, was just what I had. Um, and all right, so that's TikTok. Um, Instagram is basic complexity. And those basically two different words pushed together. B-A-S-I-C-C-O-M-P-L-E-X. I T Y.
and I'm also located um, definitely basic complexity at firsttv.com, right? I am getting better at this. Yes. Yay. Well done, my friend. So, again, this has been week 205. We are about to go into our timeless TV segment. Timeless TV. And timeless TV 205. And we will see you all again. And here we go. Yeah. Hashtag first TV. I'm Aaron Mack. Kevin, aka Basic Complex today. Hashtag first TV family. Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV family. 205.